Hello, Internet, and welcome to another episode of Geek Fanthology. I am Neil Cordray, your Master of Ceremonies, and with me today is... Michael Crisop, Ben Reeder, and... Wookie. And today, we're following up on what we talked about last week, which was, uh, we talked about the uh, film, uh, recent films from, from DC Comics. Uh, we had intended last week to talk about... DC Comics and, uh, movies and also television shows, but we ran out of time. So here we are again, and um, so yeah, television shows. We want to start with that with uh, live action or animated. I'm leaving it up in the air. I say uh, live action. Yeah, I think most of us have more more recent exposure with, yeah, to the, the live yeah. action. I want to make a funny note here. Yeah, just just a real quick observation. There are more Marvel movies out there than there are DC movies, and we managed to fit everything we needed to do into one episode. DC movies and DC TV were like, but wait, there's more! <laughs> yeah, well, that's because we enjoy kicking DC's ass off. Yeah, I, I'd say it's a little more polarizing than Marvel, whereas with Marvel, we're just like, hey, we love it, and we're moving yeah, on. Yeah, Marvel, that was so good. So was that. And man, that was too. Yeah. DC, fuck you, Jesse Eisenberg. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> DC, it's like, that was good, but... Yeah. Whereas with Marvel, it's just, that was good. Yeah, it, yeah. it was a little bit more polarizing conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Marvel's a little more focused. Yeah, uh, Marvel, we seem to be in general agreement, is pretty good. Um, and... I think now we can come into another place where we're in general agreement, whereas Marvel's television offerings have failed to, uh, with with pretty much only one notable exception, in my opinion, um, have really failed, have, have not failed to not disappoint, or some sort of number of negatives. <laughs> <laughs> Could you rephrase that for the audience? Uh, they have not yet disappointed. Okay. Right. Not failed to delight is what is the word yeah. I was going for. Yeah. Um, I uh, last yes. week I did I did uh, research. I I will also admit I had not watched very much DC stuff. I hadn't watched Arrow. I hadn't watched Flash. I hadn't watched Supergirl. I had watched Constantine when it came out, and oh, I loved Constantine. We'll get to that. Well, this is like the Justice League where we will fill fill in each other's gaps. Yeah. You know? um, <laughs> But I haven't, Power Girl. and I haven't watched Gotham. Um, I wouldn't mind filling uh, in her gaps. Well, she's got that open thing. Yeah. Hi-oh. There is one thing about Gotham. If you're, if anybody is going to watch it, you need to go in knowing it is not a Batman show. Yeah. Right. It has almost. It has to do with young Bruce Wayne, but he is a side character to Gordon. Also, don't expect any sort of continuity with anything exactly. else ever. Exactly. This yeah. is a very different. It's still. I love the show, but it is a very different. Gordon. If you know what you're getting into, enjoy yeah. it. And I have. Yeah. Yeah. I think or also this is what you're getting into. That yeah, uh, that too. <laughs> I think also this is a good uh, opportunity to mention that there is one big difference between DC and Marvel in that Marvel has a combined cinematic universe. Everything that we talked about two weeks ago, yes, now, um, all actually took place within a shared world. Right. Um, we never even talked so about that carries Guardians over to TV, and that's a distinction yeah. to make. It does not with DC. Uh, DC does not. Uh, DC has a few notable universes. One of the big ones right now is the is called the Arrowverse, yeah, uh, because yeah. it started with Arrow on the CW. It's, it's actually right. been, it's starting to be called the Berlantiverse. Hmm. Is one of the 
creators of all four shows. Or yeah, Arrowverse, Arrowverse is pithier in my opinion. But Arrowverse yeah. sounds better, yeah. yeah yes. it does. It, start, it all started with Arrow. Yeah. yeah. It all did start uh, with it Arrow. It makes sense. DC has the Arrowverse, the movieverse, the animated uh, universe, and then their animated movie universe. Well, since that has which, the most... Uh, and the animated un- movies each can potentially exist within their own continuity yeah. because there's been like three different retellings of the formation of the Justice League. Uh, so there, there are some that follow a specific storyline. It's like same characters going moving through an actual story, but a lot of them are just individual things. Like there's standalone. One they just took a specific story, made a movie out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, since we're just we're in the live action portion here, I think that's a good yeah. springboard. Why don't we start kind of with the Arrow version, go from there. Arrow, which um, might as well start with the first one. Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. Yeah, Arrow. Arrow was really good. Um, I haven't watched all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did for my research, quote unquote, was I watched the pilots for a bunch mm-hmm. of things because I only have so many hours in the day, and they're all hour long shows. <laughs> right. Um, right. And. Um, after I watched the pilots for Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl, I then went back and watched like three more episodes of Arrow. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, a lot of Green Arrow fans did not like the show at first because he was not the Arrow that most people recognize. I mean, he fucking kills people. Oh my yeah. God. He was more like if Batman and Arrow had a kid. Right. Well, and there's and there's a progression there. Like yeah, you know, he changes. He gets, yeah, he gets more lighthearted as it goes. But well, he starts off. He also doesn't start off as the Green Arrow. First, he's the Hood. Yeah. Right, right. Then he becomes the arrow, and, and finally he becomes the. And green what do you arrow. expect out of somebody who has been stuck on an island for five yeah. years? Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to come back telling jokes all the time. Yeah, and he's not exactly like going to be the kind of guy that cares when an arrow kills someone. It's like, hey, that's how it was on the island, bitch. Tough. Yeah, tough yeah. Luck. that so, was just the first season. I've only seen. I, I haven't seen the whole thing yet, so I don't know everything that happened. But apparently, shit went down on the island. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. A lot of shit. Yeah, five years on the island, and each year sort of mirrors each. And not every year was actually on the island. <laughs> right, exactly. He just didn't tell people that. Man, spoilers, man. Yeah, <laughs> but well, he do, he doesn't spend the entire year on the island, but he's still yeah, a lot. Most of it's on the island. Yeah, um, and, and somewhere in there, uh, even though he's not the jokester Green Arrow most people knew of before, they still managed to fit in things that that people like, like the uh, boxing glove arrow. I am looking forward to seeing something. <laughs> they did manage to fit it in. It's Happened. like just a, almost, if you're not paying attention, you will not notice. <laughs> <All right. laughs> That's great. Um, well, I got the, something to look forward to then. Yeah. Yes. The, um, the, yeah, they, they kind of started him off a lot like Batman. Yeah. Um, well, that's because Batman sells even if it's not Batman. Well, that and also <laughs> Green Arrow's uh, initial origin was a lot like Batman's. Well, Green Arrow was originally a Batman ripoff. Yeah. I um, mean, all the way. Aeroplane, Arrow Car, Arrow Cave, you know. Billionaire vigilante with anger issues. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and dead parents. And dead parents. In a comic, Harley suggested he call it the quiver. Yeah. It's like, why did I never think of that? Right? Yeah, because he actually kind of liked it. <laughs> um, um, and he, uh, he's, you know, but in this one, yeah, he's more, he's more spy. Yeah, because it starts out, he's not trying to be a hero. He's just trying to do right by what his dad had done wrong in the mm-hmm. city. Right. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the first season, it's, okay, I need to be more than this. Right, you need to do something better than this. Um, Looking forward to it. And then it's climactic. Is it season two or season three that they did the, they had Barry show up? Season three. 
I've actually just seen the first two seasons of Arrow, but I did see the crossover on the Flash side of things. I've well, done yeah. my research. Well, I did my about, research. I'm talking about before he was actually the Flash. I think he showed up in season two. He showed up in season two. And then the crossover right. oh. as the Flash was season three, right. which is when they had the first season of Flash. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it was so well done. Well, I got into Arrow from Flash. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, I, I, I had the opposite. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of Flash, really great. Um, I want to gush over a lot of the uh, casting choices. Oh my god. Just, well, first, yeah, just the actor that plays Flash. I mean... Well, yeah. And plus, there's this there, there's this one actor whose name I can never remember. Maybe one of you guys knows it off the top of your head. But the guy, uh, the one who's playing the wheelchair-bound, who's not actually oh, yeah, stuck in the wheelchair. Oh, that yeah, actor. Dr. Wells. Yeah, the guy playing yeah, Dr. Wells. I can't Wells. remember the actor's name yeah. either, but he's really good. I Tom, have loved Tom him in... Callahan? Like Maybe that. it's Tom something. I know that much. I have loved him in literally every single thing he's ever been in. Uh, he, he brings both an intensity and a nuance to that role, and he also always has this sort of childlike happiness thing going too. Yeah, he's he made it hard to hate him even when you wanted to hate him. Yeah, yeah. and he made it almost as though, I mean, even when he was working towards Flash's ruin. It was a paternal sort Remember, of Neil thing. Remember Neil spoilers. <laughs> no, that is actually set up in the first episode. Okay. Yeah. He goes into this secret extra-dimensional place. Oh, they gets up, stands up out of his wheelchair. Oh, that's the very first. Episode. It's been yeah. so long. I don't remember when. They and looks at a. Uh, I think it's in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And it looks it's at a, the first couple. At a, I'm, I'm gonna watch the first two episodes. I can't remember. Um, and watches a. And looks at a newspaper clipping that says right. that's set in you know some 2024 or five. Yeah, yeah. Right. Flash missing, presumed dead after yeah. a giant fuck off explosion. Right. Pretty uh, much. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, even even though he's plotting his ruin, it, again, it's almost in a paternal style, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I have to create you just so. Before we segue to Flash too much, any any other thoughts on Arrow? Mm. It was really well cast too. I mean, if you, if I had seen um, Stephen Amell outside of Arrow before the show started, I would have probably said, "There's no way this guy could play." This version of Green Arrow, because he is just like the nicest person you could ever see. Mm-hmm. He like regularly does mm-hmm. live Q and A's on Facebook with his fans. Nice. Whether he's yeah. in his trailer, in his car, at home, he just randomly pops up. You should up see the ninja so, workout stuff. Yeah, he had to do to. He does yeah. most of that stuff. He has. He argues with the creators. He's like, let me do the stunts. And, Sometimes he'll push for a scene to be done shirtless just so that he has to be the one to do it. Well, I think that the female mm-hmm. audience of the CW pushes yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. It's so gratuitous. All the all the ads, everything. And no, one, no one has a shirt on. It's right. no shirts. Well, yeah, he worked kind of hard for that. I didn't want to show that shit off. I, I guess I could understand yeah. that. Um, you work your ass off. Yeah, you want to show Oh, the um, something that I thought of uh, to overlap with uh, Geekdom for just a moment. Uh, when I watched the first episode, right as he's killing the the guys that kidnap him, mm-hmm. um, he does a bunch of parkour, and I said parkour. <laughs> and then the next scene, there's Harry Dresden from the anime mm-hmm. from from the TV yes. show, right. which admittedly, <laughs> Paul Butler, yeah. yeah, which admittedly was not actually like planned because Arrow came out before Skin Game. I looked it up, yeah. but. It was still just this wonderful moment of me of me referencing yeah. something to myself in my empty room because I am weird geek. Um, <laughs> I am weird lonely geek. Uh, but <laughs> another much. another great casting in that is uh, Malcolm Merlin. 
Oh, John Barrowman. Yeah, he did yeah. a great job. Yeah. Captain Jack Harkness as even more of a jerk than he was in Torque. That's Barrowman? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that that was Barrowman. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, he's... Oh, he's delightfully evil. Yeah. It's like you really love to hate him. Not yeah. Tommy. Not Ollie's friend. Oh. His dad. Oh, okay, I haven't seen him yet. I was going to say, how the fuck yeah, did not, I not, not notice Tommy that that was Barrowman? Yeah. Um, because... yeah, no, no. Having not met him yet, now that makes sense because, I mean, Barrowman. But uh... <laughs> I mean, he is immortal, but he's not that young. <laughs> but he, um... of course, they also do a great job with Alex Kingston as uh, later on in the season. Um... Is Dinah Lance? Yeah, is Dinah Lance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not too worried about spoilers. I'm going to watch it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, uh, other than the latest season. It's been long enough. Yeah. I, I have a talk about a weird this random stuff. thought on, on uh, Father Vance there, Papa Lance. Um, he kind of reminds me of like a more competent Detective Greenlee from Boondock Saints. Did <laughs> anyone else get that vibe? I haven't seen that. I don't know yet. Saints, so. Call me crazy, but I just... Okay, I, you're crazy. Yeah, thanks. All right, crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like it. So, moving That's on to Flash. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Flash. Yeah, the Flash. Another one that if I had seen him, like, uh, he came from Glee before doing The Flash. And he was like the ultimate jerk in Glee, according to everyone I've talked to, because I couldn't stand that show. You mean the character? Yeah, the Flash, uh, Grant's character in Glee was right. a complete jerk. just to clarify. Um, and so if I had seen Glee and seen him in that first, I would have never guessed he could be Barry. Yeah. I mean, right. act- actors obviously are supposed to be able to do multiple things, but right. usually something, when you're used to an actor being a certain way... Right. What we what we call uh, Kelsey Grammer syndrome, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dr. Fisher, uh, which is why people thought he'd make a good beast. But that's a totally other right. topic. And he did. Um, I think on. he did make a good beast. He I did. Think he did. Yeah. But um, one of the things that when we go to Arrow, I mean, the whole Laurel Lance and and uh, that whole thing. Laurel was one of the few weak spots to me in the casting department. She's. She's come a long way, you know, to making to making me uh, dislike that choice less. You mean just the quality of the acting? Well, in in the changes she's made to the character, um, but I can still see it in the fight scenes. You can tell when it's the when it's the actress. I have um, a major complaint about Laurel Lance. Mm-hmm. She should be blonde. Eventually, she's black canary. She should be blonde. She should be a metahuman. There's a lot of shoulds with that character. <laughs> right, with that character. And I hate that you guys are not as caught up on it as me. It's funny because there's I didn't so really, many things I want to well, say. It's funny because I didn't know. I didn't really know anything about Black Canary, and my ex, my exposure was kind of through that show initially. And then I kind of like retroactively learned what Black Canary really is, yeah. Yeah. whom she really is. On fucking Sorry, badass and, is what just, she really Justice is. Justice League, but... uh, well, Justice League uh, Unlimited, and then in Young Justice, we'll she's like a trainer. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting into animation, but point is, Black Canary is awesome. This show does not really do her justice. Indeed, yeah, and, it does. And her mother was the original Black Canary, which they also did. Right. Yeah. The series. Um, but yeah, and but I mean, thing is, I I do like some of the new characters, like Felicity. Um, she was Diggs new for uh, yeah. for Arrow as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Diggs. yeah. Um, 
and and his whole background. And Felicity uh, is basically the new Harley Quinn. She was meant for that one episode when he brought her the broken leg. One in uh, right. uh, Dig. Um, he's intertwined with like Argus and all that stuff, exactly. which then leads into Suicide Squad. Yeah. So that was actually a test run to see if people would. Accept yeah, they did the kind movie. of a dry run of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Which Harley's in that? They don't. Uh, they don't actually uh, credit it as Harley Quinn. They just say yeah. a crazy yeah. blonde. Yeah. Right. Credits. But, um, but Paul Blackburn. I think it was a particularly good choice of casting because um, of the intensity he plays. He brings, he either likes Ollie, you know, or hates him. And it changes. It can change. Like, it, episode to episode, it can change depending on what happens. Right. Um, I was surprised. I got up through, I want to say through episode four, where he saves Dig's life from Deadshot. Um, I was actually really surprised that apparently he hadn't already worked it out. That Ollie was the guy mm. in the green hood. By the way, great iteration of Deadshot in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I thought yeah. that was great. Yeah, I think this was. And it's a shame he died, but he's just so supposedly. creepy. <laughs> he got shot through the eye with an arrow. People never really die in comics. Yeah, he's only comic book. I know, I know, Wookie. Be strong. <laughs> anyway. So, Arrow's pretty much covered. Uh, thoughts on Flash? Any other Flash thoughts? Mm, Flash. The Flash, the casting of another actor, I can't think of his name, but Joe West. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah. Good the guy from Law and Order. Yeah. The <laughs> cop from or Law and Order. Or Rent. If you've seen Rent. Plays yeah, Detective seen Joe West. Yeah. The guy can sing. I did not know that. And there's. Um, there, there's an episode where he ends up actually singing and it actually, actually oh, yeah. him. I'm trying not to say too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Well, it's, it's a... Because it is the latest season, so I'm trying not to spoil that. And I've seen that yeah. episode. I have yeah. seen that episode. Um, yeah, they, they do they do play to all their talents very well. Yes. Cisco, I love. I love him, too. He can sing, too. Cisco <laughs> is... Uh, Cisco Ramon, he's, he's uh, Flash's tech lab sidekick tech Oh, yeah, 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 him. He's the one yeah. who comes up with the names. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. all the heroes and, yeah. and the villains. And yeah. the guy, um, the guy who I, I'll say this: I'm not happy about them changing the background of uh, of Anti Flash slash Professor Zoom. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm gonna say is they didn't. They didn't. He's yeah. a detective. They didn't. Unless they unless they decide to have him be another person. No. You need to watch it because they didn't. Okay. You will be happy. I yeah. promise. Okay, I feel it did it justice. Him yeah. being, him, him, him be, he's because he's supposed to be like a learned individual. Like yes, he's supposed to be a scientist. Yeah. Yes. And all shall be revealed. <laughs> That's season one, so I'm tempted to just say it, but it's still been close enough that I'm not going to. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I thought it was really brilliant how they did it. It was. It was really good. <laughs> Because um, I have this whole problem with of name recognition. It's like, oh wait, that's Professor's. Yeah, you right. You got the last name right. It's mm-hmm. the first name that's wrong. Which I th- which I was but he's identified as having his middle name as being the correct first name. Uh, the name that uh, Reverse Flash had is not the name that Eddie has at all. It was a really weird ass name. Eobard. I could have sworn his. Oh yeah, I'm thinking because it's Eddie that, I they, thought, that they were using it like a. I thought Eddie wasn't going to be a, a shirt. He hated yeah. like he maybe hated Eobard, and so he had people call him Eddie. But yeah, something short. I'm glad it was actually completely different from that, and yeah, you'll love it. They did, okay. they did a good job with it. Yeah, that, he, 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 the future, yes. 
damn it, what is he? Car- it's been too long since I've, it's been like two, three months since I've watched this show. Mm-hmm. Tony Bone, I'll see if they're not identifying. Cisco's partner, Snow. Oh, yeah. Caitlin Snow. Yeah, Caitlin right. Snow. Which, that scared me. Just, just seeing her, the first episode, when or not even uh, the Flash, it was the first time we saw her was when Barry showed up in Arrow. Her and Cisco were both there. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I heard her name, Caitlin Snow, I was like, no, because I like her. And I know who, but just by the name, I know who she's supposed to be. I don't remember who she is supposed to be. Um, Killer Frost. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so, no pun intended. So, <laughs> I've been terrified of, because uh, I hate it when characters I love either die or something else really bad happens to them. And I really like her and Cisco in general. The, mm-hmm. the entire main cast, I really like. Right. Yeah. I, and, except you know, even, Iris bugged me a bit, but she's gotten a lot better. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she, she, she gets better. much better. But yeah, she's kind of annoying at first, I agree. Um, yeah, and the, uh, well, I think since she's come into her own in season two. Yeah. Looking forward. I, I mean, I will say this as well, um, because I haven't watched much. Um, I am looking forward very much so to watching the rest of Arrow and the rest of The Flash. Uh, yeah. Which allows me to segue hard uh, to, to to force the conversation hard into Supergirl, which I am very eh. Right. I'll probably watch it, but I it will does. say this: there is a massive difference between the writing quality from the people who write for the CW and the people who wrote for Fox or CBS. CBS. Or whoever CBS. had Supergirl. Well, part of that was because they were under yeah, different um, guidelines. Under CBS, they had to do certain things for their show, but now that's back under the CW, it's going to follow the same formula that their other. Yeah, shows and do. actually, the fact that CW picked up, got uh, acquired Supergirl, is why I plan on sticking with it. Yeah, right. And um, because they've actually done that, and they've seen, hey, we can take a show somebody else did, bring it in here, and people will still love it. Please bring Constantine they're, in. <laughs> they're actually more open now to the idea of taking Constantine back. Please do it. Because they they already have more Constantine. The the episode of Arrow that he shows up in was one of the highest rated episodes of that season. And he knocked Constantine, the character of John Constantine, out of the park. Way better than Keanu Reeves. (laughs) And I thought Keanu Reeves did a decent job, too. He just didn't even look even close to the part. Didn't have the accent. Didn't have the accent. He smoked a lot. That was about it. Yeah, (laughs) and he didn't... He had the arrogance. He had the arrogance, but he didn't have the cowardice. Yeah. Yeah, no. In the Constantine, Constantine always has always says this. I'm a... Uh, uh, well, he, honestly, he would say, I'm a, fu- I'm a fucking con man. Yeah. Um, fucking coward. <laughs> he Const- can't swear, but... <laughs> right. Still, I mean, it's it's just that, that Constantine, his, his, almost his superpower is the ability to wheedle himself out of a bad situation. Yeah. In the comics, he uh, he actually manages to sell his soul to three different demons, mm-hmm. so that they all fight over it, and he gets to walk free. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, you know, and, and that's that's the thing is, is that you know, um, which he can't really do on a CBS show or a Fox show. CW, on the other hand, they get away with a lot of. They have stuff. supernatural. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, they know and all about uh, trading souls around. Trading yeah, souls exactly. <laughs> say, yeah. I'd love to see Constantine show up on Supernatural. <laughs> I, I would like to see that, but I would be terrified and afraid of the connotations of. Yeah. 
because then suddenly Supernatural takes place inside the Arrowverse, or at least the Constantineverse, or whatever. All the all the different shows on the CW have a really friendly rivalry with each other, and the guys from Supernatural said that if Vampire Diaries ends before they do, the last episode should be them coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be great. Yeah, they got a show like, you know, those black and ballas coming yeah. to town. Um, but, okay, now I'll watch the... the, the uh, we do an episode on Supernatural at some point too. Right. Sure. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I watched the I watched the pilot of, of Supergirl. See, here's where my, where I'm looking at it is they made it so that I mean, first of all, I hated Cat Grant. You're meant to. Oh yeah. Um, so did I. But, that was Ally McBoss. Yeah. <laughs> Ally McBoss. Yeah. But it's one of those things of it wasn't that I hated the character. I, I hated what they did to her. Because yeah. yeah, she's supposed to be this, you know, this this super high end executive, but she comes off as petty. Uh, are you familiar with Cat before Supergirl? Somewhat. She Did was you in... watch uh, Lois and Clark? Yeah, yeah. She was the New Adventures of Superman. Yeah, she on was. TNT. She was the yeah. gossip columnist, which is mentioned with... in Supergirl. Right. Well, she's name from Sliders is Clark. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> now you're. Um... You're thinking of somebody else. Yeah, Dean Kane. Dean Kane was. Lower, I can't remember the name of the guy from Sliders, but it was that was Jerry O'Connell. Jerry yeah. O'Connell, yeah, it looked a lot like. But Cat um, has always been a very petty person because she's always been in Lois's shadow. Right, and I, I've watched like only like five episodes, so I'm not much further. But they already start to humanize her a little bit. Yeah, she is so, a lot. She's, she's not, not quite nails in a chalkboard as much she, as she was in the first. Episode she's not going to be in season two as much because production's been moved to Vancouver with all the other CW I stuff. I won't miss her. <laughs> her yeah. so, by the end of season now. one, you might actually miss her. Eh, we'll I'll, I'll yeah, say this just, too. Um, there's reason to the way she is, and you see it as it goes and it changes. Mm-hmm. I'll say this too. CW uh, had better effects budgets. Yes. Um, yeah. The fight scene in Supergirl with with Captain Act with Captain Richhead. Um, yeah. yeah. Was uh, the executioner. Whatever. Um, <laughs> was weak. Poorly shot. Like yeah. the that gets better too. The uh, the the <clears throat> effects felt very like. You could see where they were suddenly uh, compoing in. Everything is now CG. <laughs> like there was just like this yeah. sudden line where after it passed, oh, <coughs> doom. Um, this is all animated now. Um, it, it was jarring to someone who has seen and done. If I had to guess, the reason for that is because it was just the pilot. It was a this might not take off, so we're not doing too much of the budget. Because after that, most of the fights are shot more up close where you know it's either her or the stunt double, but it's hard to tell. I'm glad for that. Um, um, the heat vision is one of the best effects in the show. And they borrowed um, what they did in Man of Steel where... The eyes it, around yeah, the eye glow. It yeah. looks like it hurts a little bit. Yeah. And I, actually, I actually really did <laughs> like what they did with the with the heat vision. Yeah. Um, well, and there were some parts about the fight scenes that I liked that showed his experience and her lack thereof. Yeah. Like when she was trying to fly away and he'd reach out and grab, grab her, <laughs> grab a cape away. It happens a couple yeah. times. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and, you know, someone he, actually makes a comment in this series that says maybe you should rethink the cape, grabs it and yeah. slams her to the ground. Right. But, you know, as they also pointed out, the cape helps. No tips! Cape helps with uh, aerodynamics. <laughs> Speaking of, Incredibles 2. 
Yeah, yeah, um, that will be hap- That will be a thing. I figure we'll probably do something on Pixar at some point. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. Because uh, I've got opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Supergirl, it the a lot of shows. The first couple episodes, it's getting yeah. everything together, and then it takes off from there. There's so many things that I would love to talk about with that show, but mm-hmm. I'm probably the only one who's seen the entire season. Yeah, I so. guess the, the consensus then would be, well, not really consensus, but the summary from the group then would be, you are, Wookie's saying, wait for it. Yes. And the rest of us are saying, well, we'll see. Well, It's I, okay I, so far, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I have one big complaint about Supergirl, if I had any at all. I don't like the DEO thing. Yeah. Having her being under a government agency to do her thing, I think, it's. Yeah. Be, I know it's because everybody else has an ensemble yeah. So they're trying to do the same with her. I yeah. think that's going to be lessened in season two. It's going to be more her and her friends, less of the DEO. Yeah. I gotta say, I do. Um, I, I I really was was afraid to, slightly afraid to be like I don't like Supergirl, um, because yeah I like the, the the ones with the manly men. I I love the idea of Supergirl. I just felt like the execution was poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think that in that first episode it was kind of poor. For the for the very reason is that she did not have the agency that we expected her to have. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was constantly dancing to someone else's And that's too. that goes into the DEO criticism. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas with Arrow and the Flash, um, you know, they have well the Flash is working with, you know, with Star Labs. Yeah. Uh, because they can, but it's more it. of a team thing rather than following orders. Right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that will happen in the show do. where uh, the team or individual members of it will be like, "Well, we have our own ideas about what should or shouldn't be done." He'd be like, "F you, I'm the Flash. I'm going to do this." Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. not like he's under yeah. someone's command. And Supergirl does that. She step, steps up and say, "Because originally the DEO is all about just handling aliens." Yeah. Right. And Supergirl mm-hmm. says, "This is not what I'm here to do. I'm going to help people. We're going to help people, or I walk and do it on my own." Uh, yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> and and I'm looking forward to that. But really, what I the thing that I did because with with my homework, quote unquote, because I hadn't <laughs> seen any of it, was I watched the pilots and right. I said to myself, "Am I on board?" Like like, if it weren't for the fact that I'm pretty much automatically on board for this because I'm because I love DC, mm-hmm. um, as much harping as I did last week on uh, on uh, Man of Steel. Not Man of Steel, but uh, Super Orphan Bite. Mm-hmm. The only reason I harp on it so much is because I wanted it to be better. Right? Yeah, it's it's um, tough love, is what it um, is. Yeah. But I went into the. It, it, I watched the pilots and said and said to myself, "Am I looking forward to watching more of this?" Right. I think by the end of it, you probably will be. I pro- I, I I I hope to. Yeah, I'm really <clears throat> looking forward to season two. Also, bring back Constantine. Yes, <laughs> because CW, because CW, we know you're listening to us. Superman is going to at least be a small part of season two. Uh, mm-hmm. I really like the way he looks. It's different, but still easily recognizable. Yeah. Something uh, else, you know, just to kind of with with him setting the bar for Arrow, mm-hmm. you know, like being a lot like Batman, but in a believable sense, much more so even than in the Dark Knight trilogy. Because that was very down to earth and you yeah. know, for everything that it got wrong, you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of you could you could see this happening. But then with Arrow, they've taken it, you know, to where he is a world class combatant. Um, he is a he's an archer, you know, he has all of this this skill set. Now, if they try to bring in Batman, 
<laughs> I was about to get to that too, because season two of Supergirl, they're bringing in I can't remember her name. She's a cop, and she's girlfriends with Batwoman. Oh, okay. And they're um, also bringing in Batwoman herself, but not as yes. Batwoman. I don't. Damn it! They haven't said whether or not she, they're bringing her in, but they haven't said if she's going to wear the costume or not. Hmm. Right. Uh, the, the theory is, and they've actually discussed this as a possibility, is that they may put her in costume as a way of testing the waters for whether they can do a Batman. Yeah, because the, the, the bar I for would, Batman is I, so damn high. I want to see them do a Batman, but like where he doesn't fight supervillains for a while, but just fights the mob. The very first season should be like year one. Yeah. I could I could get behind that. That sounds Batman yeah. Begins yeah. As, yeah. as a series, basically. Yeah, I mean, because that was... Well, you, you have a similar... For a long time, all he was doing was scaring the shit out of monsters. Right. Right. And we'll Zeppelins. See, and, they, and, we've uh. seen, and we've seen Batman done badly in live action. Yes. Uh, with uh, Birds of Prey. <laughs> I did seen, never see Birds very, of Prey, very, and I am very thankful he was for in it. it. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was... I was going, oh my god, please, no! And that was also an alternate Earth where metas were more common, like... Catwoman herself was a meta. Yeah. So we want to segue into animated. We're about halfway through. Yeah, we are about halfway in. um, And I think actually, since we've talked about Batman done wrong, let's talk about Batman done right. The Timverse. The Batman Conroy. Let's talk about Kevin motherfucking Conroy. Oh, yeah. Conroy, Conroy. (laughs) Because you can't just say that name without some sort of special effect. (laughs) And Mark Hamill's Joker. And and it was a big rock. (laughs) (laughs) Funny story about Hamill. Uh, Something that a lot of fans have noticed like long time ago and was like within the last few months pointed out to Mark and he never noticed it that his name spells Arkham. Oh. Mark Hamill does? Yeah, if you take the beginning of Mark and the end of Hamill out, it's Arkham. <laughs> <laughs> he never noticed. Oh, oh. Well, and, well, that's but, yeah, and he 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 has he took the Joker. Oh, so oh, far. Especially yeah. since before that we had had what uh, the um, we had, had Jack Nicholson, Rome- yeah. uh, Romero, and, yeah. Cesar Romero, Sorry, yeah. Cesar Romero, and, and the Super Friends joke. And I will actually uh, be an apologist for uh, the for sixties Adam West Batman. I loved Adam West Batman. Oh, I grew yeah. up watching that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I grew up watching it too. I remember uh, falling. I remember one of my earliest memories is watching an episode where they were. I want to say they were being made into a toasted sandwich. Um, And as the cliffhanger, how will our Cape Crusaders escape this one? Tune in next week. Same bat time, same Same bat channel. On that that note, they use a similar concept to advertise a new animated movie where uh, Burt Ward and uh, Adam West are revoicing the characters right. for oh, nice. a 60s based animated movie. Nice. They're both on TV dinner trays that are giant size about to be cooked. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the I loved the the camp insanity of of uh, I actually found out Batman. recently that um, part of the reason we got the Arnold version of Mr. Freeze was because they took the one we love from the 90s series and the one from the 60s series and meshed them <laughs> into one character. And Arnold was the only person who com- could play it. Yeah. Sometimes combining things okay. doesn't work. So to, yeah. get to, the, to get to the Timbers, yeah. I mean, part of what makes Conroy so good as Batman is that 
he also is very good as, as Bruce. As Bruce yeah, Wayne. he was and the first person to actually do alternate voices for the yeah. characters. Right. Yeah. He do it well. And, yeah. and the, there's the he's got the, this kind of high highish kind of voice, and then he goes into and then he goes into Batman. And we it's just a very that. very basic and, it's, and without it being try, without it being try hard like Christian Bale. Yeah. Right. No. And, there's and, one scene in the animated series where he shows it like with one right after Superman. the other. They usher him into well, not with Superman. It's early in the series. Um, somebody's broken into Wayne Enterprises and security ushers him into a room says, wait here, Mr. Wayne. He goes, wait here? I don't think so. <laughs> and, he goes into, and he goes into a secret entrance that takes him to where he's got an extra bat suit. Because right. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. Well, And then there was well, also in the Wayne building. Um, <laughs> but there's the one with uh, with him and Superman. Uh, world's finest. World's finest. Where they're, you know, where give me ten thousand dollars and I'll, or ten million dollars and I'll kill Superman. <laughs> well, but then he's like, you know, and he's signed up because they're talking. Yeah, they're as, talking to Lois. They're talking to Lois, and you know, she le- goes away, and Clark turns to Bruce, you know, and also does the alternate voice. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> which Christopher Reeve, I think, pioneered. Yeah. Um, Christopher, you know, but uh, different, different rave entirely. You know, turns to any sign of, uh, you know, any sign, sign of the clown, not a green hair. It's <laughs> 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 like, going, oh my god! Uh, you know, it's like it's it's it was it was like that moment in Superman when he went from oh, uh, Lo- <clears throat> Lois, <laughs> you know, and you're, you're seeing them just change character yeah. right there with the voices, and I was just and like, the pos- well, and, and live action with the postures too. Yeah. yeah, Christopher Reeve did a fantastic oh, job. As he Superman. proved that it, it wasn't glasses alone that made. Yeah. yeah, it was the slouch, the heavier clothing, the yeah. way he carried himself. Yeah, because yeah. when he straightens up, and those shoulders come out. Yeah, he gained four <laughs> inches. <laughs> gained four, gained four inches in height and width, and you're going, <laughs> oh my god! You know, and he takes the glasses off, and you're going, holy crap! That's you know. Yeah, it's um, never just the glasses. It's never just the glasses. No, it's and the girl. The curl, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the curl you know, magically appears, which supposedly. Uh, <laughs> What, uh, he will have in Justice League. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> but but you know it, it's it's that yeah it was never just the glasses it was everything about him and then suddenly you know Shazam there he is um, wrong, wrong character, character. Wrong, wrong character altogether I know but you know, <laughs> it, it, it was, yeah so we we established how important the the voice acting is but I mm-hmm. wanted to take a moment here and, and mention that everything about Batman the animated story. series is so oh good and oh yes. Yeah. The, yeah, the uh, score, the animation, the pacing, the narrative. I mean, everything uh, about it. They were, they were writing the tales of Burton's movie. Yeah. because The music, just, really the music and the tone was based on the Burton movie. Right. Yeah. Which that was, opening theme is one of my favorite opening themes so good. of all time. And just for... Just, for, and just uh, keeping the, it instrumental works yeah. so yeah. well. And just for this uh, discussion, I watched a YouTube video yesterday. It was like the top five times the Batman animated series made you feel too much. <laughs> oh, and they God. talked about like I can't remember the names of episodes, but like the Mister Freeze episode where you find out why he does what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, his Silicon Soul, where the entire episode you think you're following Batman, and it turns out to be a robot. Like, thinks per- it's Batman. Turns out to be the Nordak b- uh, Batman. Yeah, yeah, Hardak. Hardak, yeah, yeah, Nordak. And then, despite the fact of knowing that, ta- uh, the real Batman tricks him into thinking he'd taken a life, and that convinces he's like, oh my God, what did I just do? And that makes him realize. I fucked up, and so he destroys Hardak. Um, yeah. And then there's the episode where I can't remember all the name. Uh, Robin's Reckoning, where Batman's going after the guy who killed Robin's parents. <coughs> he doesn't want Robin to know because he's afraid he will 
do something he'll regret. Right. Mm-hmm. And the episode where Harley one-ups Batman to make Joker happy, and it ends up pissing oh, him yeah. off. Right. By the way, that's... By the a, way... Uh, are you sorry. Beat me to it. <laughs> Go for it. Um, you should... I, 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 I know everyone's all like, oh, Joker, Harley, match made in heaven. No, that is an abusive relationship. <laughs> that's what I, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing about it is, is that what I love about it is that Harley gets out of it. Yeah, she you, she, she looks, hooks up with poison ivy too. Oh yeah, well, and much fanfic was written. Right. Well, no, it's it's well, canon. Well, yeah, DC it's finally canon. officially announced. I think it was earlier this year yeah. that they actually had an on and off again relationship. Right, and it, the thing is, well, the Gordy exactly works so fanfic. well together in a lot of ways. Yep. But uh, getting off of that, Harley <clears throat> Quinn originally comes from the Batman animated series. Yeah. Right. Right. Was and, meant to the, originally the script called for Joker to dress up as a woman. And then they, the writers decided he wouldn't do that. He would just get some random bimbo and yeah. have her do it. Yeah. And then, then everyone loved her. Right. So. But Harley <laughs> Quinn is one of the few characters who has, in that episode, you know, outdone Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and the only thing... Did what the Joker couldn't do. Yeah, and, then, and then Batman plays off of... Uh, does a it executes a flawless Batman gambit, um, where he, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Where, Joker will believe you did this. Yeah, <laughs> where and he manages to get her to call the Joker over because he knows that the Joker's that is, that is her kryptonite. hubris. Yeah. You have what? <laughs> right, because exactly. he knows the Joker's hubris is only I can defeat you, sort of. Thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and we see that we see that Batman in Justice League. Yeah, the one where where he gets captured by the evil League of evil, and yeah. and basically, you know, hits them all against each other. Yeah, and yeah. and you know, gets them to turn on each other, and buys the the ultra humanite. Um. Yeah, yeah, makes a contribution, you know, to, to NPR or uh, P, uh, public, uh, public. Yeah, yeah, you know, opera. PBS. World of o- yeah, they're listening to World of Opera except yeah, it's on TV. Exactly. Uh. Well, it's and, and you know that's that's the thing is that is the one who is the wise one about it. Yeah. It's like, no, why is nobody down there with him? It's <laughs> Batman. Well, no, I, I, yeah. Joker. Joker why is. Did you not just shoot him. No, Joker's smart. Joker's smart. Hey, you've got Batman. Why is he still alive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the, of course, he's the only one who knows yeah. fully what the Batman is capable of. You know, totally plays all of them perfectly. Yeah. So by the time that by the time the Justice League gets there, you know, he's already pretty much won. <laughs> yeah. He's just like. Also, speaking of Kevin Conroy's Batman, my possibly my single favorite episode with Batman. Um, in the season-slash-series finale of Justice League, uh, where they're running from the Thanagarians, and they're in the store. They're, oh, yes. And, 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 and they're like, well, they're looking for the Justice League. And Flash is like, hey, hey, guys, come on. I mean, I, you're my friends and all, but my secret identity is secret. And, and Batman just says, Wally West, Clark Kent... Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Show <Yeah>. off. <laughs> Uh, I think my favorite front, it was, it's also Justice League it was the season finale of uh, Unlimited uh, which technically took place in the future Terry McGinnis had just found out that technically Batman is his dad because through cloning shenanigans yeah it wasn't even really cloning well, they rewrote his actual father's gen, uh, reproductive DNA with Bruce Wayne's yeah so that because Wayne, Amanda Waller was convinced that the world will always need, need Bruce Wayne and yeah. the story that she tells for why that was they had Ace who created the Royal Flesh Gang because she could warp reality at will 
had an aneurysm that mm-hmm. when it goes, if she's using her power, would destroy reality. Right. And so they made this remote that would kill her harmlessly to where it doesn't do anything else to anyone else. And they need someone who can get in and use it. Mm-hmm. And Batman volunteers. And they're and like, just we know how you act, how you are. You won't do it. He says, I'll do it. Right. He takes the remote, goes in, doesn't do it. Yeah, to, he talks to her. Yeah, yeah, and just sits there like, are and you gonna kill me? her while she dies. Yeah, he's, are you going to kill me? No. Throws the remote away. He says, I'm scared. I know. Will you stay with me? Yes. <laughs> she calms the power down and dies. And then he walks out carrying her. And that made Amanda realize the world needed a Batman. Not just someone wearing the suit. It had to be genetically similar. And they had planned to do everything to make Batman. They were going to kill Terry's parents when he was eight years old. To right. get him that is on really that messed road. up. But, yeah. but the person that they that who was supposed to do the deed was the Phantasm from the Mask of the Phantasm movie. And just when she was supposed to do it, said, We're no better than the people we're trying to stop if we do this. So they just let him grow up naturally. By the way, ended up as an aside, anyway. Mask of the Phantasm, fantastic. One of yes. the best yeah. animated movies ever. First I would say actually blood. one of the best Batman movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I am oh, yeah. not holding any qualifiers there. Yeah, it's <laughs> really good. Yeah, and that that, that theatrical the, release too. Him, yeah, I know. Has never failed to just hit me hard in the feels. Yeah, it shows a completely other yeah. side of Batman you don't usually see. Well, that's what it's like. I, I think that illustrates what it really means to be a hero. Mm-hmm. And there was one other episode that uh, was a good example of a side of Batman you don't see that made me really love the Batman animated series even more. It's after the very last season where they were trying to mesh it in with the Superman series, so they changed the animation style, also to make it a little cheaper, because yeah. they were planning Justice League, so yeah, they needed the animation I mean, that, to fit. And, and people all got bitchy about that I anime. Didn't I mind. didn't Except mind for the it. Joker, I didn't like how he looked, but... Um, it was okay. There's an episode where Tim Drake is asking Nightwing, why did you leave? And he explains the situation. It was like the last time that they ever worked together as Batman and Robin that they were questioning this guy who drove a truck for Joker once. And they were questioning him on where Joker was because when Joker's gone, when Joker's out, bad shit happens. And the problem was that he was doing it in front. Batman was questioning him. Uh Batman was questioning him in front of the guy's little kid. And it was scaring the kid half to death. And so Robin went off on him. Um, saying you you don't care about anyone else all you care about is your mission uh, everything else be damned obviously he didn't use that wording and then and so he quit and then years later as Nightwing after telling this story to Tim they both come across this guy and he recognizes him it's the same guy that Batman had questioned years ago working for Wayne Enterprises as a janitor but and he asks him how are you doing he says oh I'm great um this is like the best paying job I've ever had. Mr. Wayne comes sees me all the time, asks how my son's doing. And that makes Dick realize how much of a dick he actually was. Dick's a dick. Who there's, knew? There's, uh, there's but Batman no, like, and there's Dick Grayson's Wayne. always been a dick. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. And well, in, more than, in more ways than three. Uh, <laughs> right. But I, I think that's the thing is uh, it's really hard to get to know Batman, anyways. That's yeah. his flaw. Because um, it's hard to tell exactly what he's doing. Yeah, nobody yeah. sticks with him because they can't. Right. So uh, we, I think we, we covered Batman pretty well. What other shows do we want to touch on? Uh, Superman. Uh, I really like the Superman animated series. It too. was good. The voice, and that's another one where the voice cast was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Clancy Brown. Yeah, is Cla- Clancy Lex Brown is Lex Luthor. It was one of the best Lex Luthor voices. Ever. Before I recognized Clancy Brown, but yeah. yes. 
the Kurgan is Lex Luthor. Right, exactly. Well, actually, <laughs> wait a second. I, it, 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 it was a long time before I realized that. It was a long time before I realized that Clancy Brown was Clancy Brown. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. See, it took me a long time to realize that he was Lex Luthor, the voice of Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. That he was the Kurgan, mm-hmm. and that he was the guard from the Shawshank, Shawshank. Redemption. He also pops up in the Flash. Yeah, yeah. I'm he pops forward. up in the cool. Flash, uh, and he is. Oh, what else? What else did he show? Uh, recently, he was in the Sleepy Hollow TV series on Fox, and he was in Daredevil. Yes. <laughs> he was, season two he, of Daredevil. What's he doing in Daredevil? I can't remember. He was the, the military commander. The military guy who um, the, the oh, dumbass lieutenant yeah. <laughs> in his own story who spoke yeah. for Castle, right? Um, yeah, and no, I remember that. Yeah, and, and I remember, remember thinking, "Hey, it's the guard from the Shawshank Redemption." Yeah, right. because uh, spoiler I, see, alert, I remember. Spoiler alert: The Shawshank Redemption is like. In my top five favorite movies of all time. I don't know what I'm uh, spoiling, but uh, <laughs> but you know the thing is, I, is that, I do a top five episode, top uh, five favorite movies at some point. But. Um, the thing is, is that Kurgan is the first role I ever saw him in. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in disguise. I am in disguise. Not much of one. <laughs> Happy Halloween, ladies. <laughs> Back to uh, uh, Superman, though. Nuns. No it made me. I've always loved Superman. Not as much as Batman, but I've always loved Superman. But that yeah. show made me love him even more because he did ha- a lot. There was a lot of challenge for him. It wasn't always about who can hit me the hardest. There was a lot of even <laughs> social and emotional yeah. things that were hard for him. Yeah, finding a challenge for Superman is always difficult because of his power level. Also, did a great job with Lobo. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what is his name that voiced him from uh, Everyone Loves Raymond? His brother. The, the tall. The... Yeah. Um, the the tall the tall one who was the firefighter or policeman or whatever he was. Yeah. Oh, firefighter, right. I think. Or was he police? Ah, who knows? Yeah, he was a he was a policeman. Either way, he's got yeah, that policeman. deep gravelly voice. Yeah. The main was, man always yeah. delivers, man. <laughs> oh. God, so many. Uh, the first time they did Lobo in that, the bar that he flew out of was called the Steamy Load. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, to, uh, to, because we're kind of running low on time, I mean, we probably want to keep the, keep the, we've been, we've been hitting episodes about an hour in length. I think that's, I think that's kind of our sweet spot. Um, so we get about 10-ish well, minutes. That's most, that's mostly talk it about, about Young Justice. Yeah, Young Justice is the only other, because we talked a bit about Justice League, the most of the good stuff yeah. on it. Right. Yeah. Although in Justice League, I like the, the last episode where they fight Darkseid. The world of cardboard speech is one of the best <laughs> yes, speeches yes. ever. Yeah. Me, I've got a separate problem. <laughs> I feel like I live in a world of, made of cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> always, have to be, always having to be careful to not break something, to break someone. But you, you can take it, can't you? Can't you, big boy? This is a rare well, opportunity for me to let loose and show you what I can really do. Yeah, super safe. Yeah, and suddenly you're going. Suddenly, suddenly you're feeling pity for Darkseid. Like, oh man, well, he's about to get the yeah, beat down of all. Beat and down. it's this horror, this punch that like sends him with a sonic boom, right. uh, and and. And right as he's starting to slow down, Superman's just waiting there for him. <laughs> it's like, and here's the wind up, here's the pitch, and it's all run out of Metropolis. I mean, it just like uh, he wails on him, and this you get to see exactly. Yeah, it's like 
Yeah, well, we Damn. get to see just what Superman's yeah. really capable of. Yeah. This is the man who 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 has literally moved the Earth in, in, into proper orbit again. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I almost don't want to talk about Young Justice because I'm still a little bitter about the ending. There might be a season three? Might be, yeah. Uh, Netflix is finally Netflix realizing, is actually, hey. Netflix is, <laughs> and... and, and uh, and DC uh, and Warner Brothers have actually been receptive-ish yeah. to the idea that girls when they might release, like it. <laughs> when they released it <laughs> no, on Netflix, they released it on Netflix, a bunch of the main voice actors for Young Justice mm-hmm. were going on Twitter and whatever saying, guys, marathon this shit. Let them know you still want to see it. Yeah, I've marathoned it like twice yeah. because of that. Stay well with everybody. I, uh, but <laughs> I, I watched like most of the first season. So Why I is everybody always overwhelmed? Why can't they the just be whelmed? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I love that show. It was so well written. It was really well. And they left it on this wonderful cliffhanger that... Uh, they had this great cliffhanger for season two and then it didn't get fucking renewed. Yeah. Netflix, we know you're listening. <laughs> yes, obviously we our audience size of like twelve people includes <laughs> high up CEOs in all of the major industries, as well as uh, Jared Leto from last week. <laughs> uh, the voice cast, I don't remember names specifically. Uh, I think Jesse McCartney was Robin. A he did a really good job. Nolan North was Superboy and Superman. Yeah. No, the North um, voices everything, <laughs> including Deadpool. That's the law. Yeah, they did a good, uh, great job with. Uh, I really liked what they did with Jaime Reyes and uh, and yes. the Scarab, uh, arguing with each other. Well, in that entire arc with the Reach. Yeah, the it Reach, was really good. Uh, which was second season, so you didn't see it, but it was fantastic. Michael. I'll take a word for it. Um, I'll see you soon enough. I just like the whole premise. I like the and, idea of sidekicks going. Yeah. You know what? F this. I've had enough. We're going to be real on heroes. Well, and I mean, hint, yep. hint for a possible hero game in the future. Yeah. <laughs> that said, be, looking at me. Um, <laughs> you do good hero games. What yeah. say? <laughs> I'm looking forward to us getting back to, to Hunter at some point. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got enough on it. We've got a yeah, lot to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> between that uh, and the Hunter. dynamic between all the different. Uh, yeah, I don't like calling them sidekicks because they really ascended beyond. They were hero support, man. Yeah. Come on, get with the get with the twenty. Uh, <laughs> right. But the politically correct version. Of they, yeah. they did and, stuff and the, the Justice League is, couldn't in that show. Yeah, well, right. they were the stealth unit, which yeah. I thought was cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that approach. They're kind of like a like a black ops kind of deal. Right. Well, and and now I mean, watching my watching my granddaughter watch the current crop of. Teen Titans. I say oh, God. You mean Teen Titans Go? Keen. Which they actually acknowledge in an episode that they yeah. fucked up and re- and didn't they, change they, it. They, 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 they like, I, I, I was cool and, and we had complex storylines? What? Yeah, now it's, you know, it's... I've got fights, muscles. It's, it's fights over pizza. And, yeah. You know, it's gotten really girls. goofy. And I'm just like, oh my God. God, what are you people doing? You know, they're it, superheroes. It would be fun if it weren't Teen Titans. Yeah, if they had done it some, or even if they had done Teen Titans and just done, you know, different voice actors and still kept the regular show going. Or you know, if they had just kept the regular show going and kept and had Teen Titans go be this silly little offshoot, like, yeah, like five minute, uh, like webisodes or something. Yeah, really I worked. mean, that's about as much of that because, or they just hadn't done it at all. Yeah, I mean, that's just well, it's, inevi- it's inevitable when it comes to hero stuff that you're you're. Uh, also, it was on Cartoon Network. 
Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you're gonna have stuff that's aimed at kids, and it's gonna suffer because of and, it. And, and just and okay, so is robot chicken. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> robot chicken was on Adult Swim, and and, and to quickly uh, dog on on uh, on Cartoon Network. I yes, I know you guys have Steven Universe and Adventure Time, and they're fantastic, but um, I would like to go on record as as saying why Teen Titans Go happened. Flapjack, Chowder, uh, Gumball. Um, I'm noticing a food theme here. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. And what any also, uh, yeah, live action serious. shows happening on Cartoon Network. Okay, right. I haven't really been watching. Well, um, I mean, all of the all of those shows. I I watched a few episodes of every single one of them, and after every single one, I felt like I had just been punched in the face. <laughs> and well, a lot of I good. Uh, good shows were canceled early, and it wasn't because of bad ratings. It's because it wasn't their target audience that they were getting, and they were all DC shows. They didn't understand. Teen Titans uh, got canceled, Young Justice got canceled, and the new uh, Beware the Batman, the computer animated Batman series. I never got to see that. Yeah. It was amazing, yeah, and and they were all. And it was because they were attracting the the wrong yes audience. because they couldn't market toys. To yeah, girls. because you can't yeah. sell toys, and that's bullshit. I mean, girls buy toys as well, and but they and, want but they want happy time Barbie. No, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> and boys will buy female action figures. My nieces watch Teen Titans Go. I was like, you know, this was based on another show. She's like, really? And I showed them just one episode, I just random episode of Teen Titans because there weren't very many bad episodes. Right. Yeah. And they're yeah, there as soon as they watched it, they're like, "Where's the rest of it?" Yeah. <laughs> And, I mean, uh, the only the only epi- well, not even the episodes of Mad Mod are bad. They're, they're just funny. weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I think that is one of the problems that we're finding with storytelling. This is something that has long been in a a pet peeve of mine. Um, as a writer, um, twenty years ago, I had this conversation with my friend Ronan when we were watching Contrails and wanting to be those people. Um, is that storytelling? anymore has become so commercialized mercantile mercantile and and mm-hmm. they're you know they're granted it's an industry yeah they're they're wanting to make money but they're wanting to make so much money that's part of why we got ewoks yeah yeah right which was an animated tv show yes yes oh and, god but what well, did you have to remind me that was my point bad, being no. is that you know if they, if they can't market toys you know, I blame George Lucas for this. Um, <laughs> if they can't market the toys, then they don't want to do it. And, and as an independent writer, you know, I, I find, yeah, you know what? I make enough money with a small group. But we're trying to market to millions of people yeah. and telling bad stories in the process. And I would like to point out that, that not all companies do this. Yeah. Uh, because I will go on record as saying the Hub Network mm-hmm. and Bronies, right? Um, um, and and now Netflix. Yeah. Netflix has started to look at you know, and we can hit a we can hit a target audience and we can hit it hard. Yeah. And we can produce quality content yeah. and stay true to what that is without because I'm sorry there are no Netflix 
Daredevil's action figure, Daredevil right. action figures out there. There's like pop vinyls, but there's not a lot of stuff. For it. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, but pop. I don't think I don't everything think gets Netflix any vinyl. money from pop vinyl anyway. Well, they're they're pay they're a pay, pay subscription network anyways. Any, they know anybody yeah. who's watching their stuff. And yeah, yeah. Uh, Warner yeah. Brothers, and they're not even hiding it. They flat out said this is so that we can market our new line of Batman toys. They have a, uh, so far, I believe, three new animated movies called uh, Batman Unlimited. And they're they're very cartoony. Uh, it's like similar to like Young Justice animation style, but the storylines and whatever is a lot more kid and cartoony. Uh, the costumes are a little bit more goofy, and they're not bad. But they flat out stated these are so we can market our new toys. It's because well, and I you can't I can't, I can't fault DC for that. Well, I can't fault DC or Marvel or or any company for trying to make money. They they kind of have to uh, market their toys this way now because uh, because of things like Netflix. Kids aren't seeing commercials. How are, they're yeah. not discovering these toys exist. Anymore. Yeah, and TiVo and yeah, and then it comes down to you know now with action figures. I used to collect action figures. I've got over $4,000 worth of action figures in my attic that I spent plenty of time paying off. <laughs> um, yeah, action yeah. figures are the attic. Uh-huh. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't we be out of the house next? <laughs> um, are they still in box? <laughs> <laughs> no, none of them, almost none of them are boxed. Um, but anyways, um, you don't get Batman or Iron Man. You get Batman in ultra night action gear, or Iron Man in you know Iron Man in in uh, you know uh, fire suppression. You know Legends of the Dark Knight. Legends. They of the had Dark that series of like all throughout time different versions of Batman. Yeah, different versions of Which Batman. Which was a wacky comic book comic series because <laughs> it was a comic series. Right. He but got you know, disjointed you get, in time during Crisis on one of the one of the crises. It was the black. It was either Infinite Earths or Infinite Crisis. I can't remember which. Infinite Crisis is at the very end of it. <laughs> Uh, but, but that actually shot came by the Omega Beam. That actually came after the toys. Really? Yeah. But some of the storylines were based off the toys. Right. So you used to have a bunch and, of Batman but, action figures. But back in the day, yards now. You know, I had no problem finding toys because I would go to the toy section at the store. Exactly. But that's, mm. other than Toys R Us, there aren't really any toy stores anymore. Mm. And Walmart's selection is getting worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, Target's it's about a that joke. T- it's about that time, gentlemen. Any, yeah. any well, just, I think that's I well, think I that's, mean, that's, we can, that's we can a about about uh, about where storytelling is going is in the in the direction of marketing. Yeah, and I think that we are going to see, and it's something I think we ought to do as a <coughs> podcast in the future. More web, you know, more web comics. Yeah, I'd um, love to talk about web comics. I read yeah. a million of them. But yeah. that will be a discussion for a later time. Absolutely, uh, we Let's are we are at yes, we are yes. at time. Yeah, we uh, missed the here. animated movies, but we can talk about them uh, another time too. Yeah, because they're um, they're good. We touched on a few. Next week we'll well, next week we will talk about something other than comic books. We're thinking video games or maybe <laughs> Doctor Who. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the list is pretty much endless. <laughs> yes, uh, luckily we have we have a number of things, but we've but we've talked about comic books and their various uh, things for the last few weeks. So uh, we'll give you something else next week. In the meantime, thank you for listening to Geek Fanthology. If you liked us, uh, wait, why am I doing this? You're going to hear an outro anyway. This is Neil Cordray <laughs> with Michael and Ben and Wookie. 
and we will see you next week. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by an apostrophe in the number 22. Ending theme is March of the Mind by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoy this podcast, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash working theory. A final thought, money can't buy happiness, but it can buy you a pet cat, so nearly as good.